Hi everyone and welcome back to the Football Best View podcast episode number 9 um, On this week's episode we're going to be looking at the fantasy football Going to be looking at this weekend's fixtures uh, for the Premier League We're also going to look at the uh, the new appointment of Mick McCarthy as Ireland manager um, Just going to talk about how that's gone through and a few weird things going on with it But um, yeah we're going to cover that as well And also we're going to just look at some uh, tips for this weekend's football so hope you enjoy okay so joining me this week is Gary how's it going ladies and gents back by popular demand um, we've added the you've left for one week we've already upped the production we've got some music and everything now so I was on vacation Um Right, so we'll jump into the weekend's fixtures. Um, starting off, we have a game on the Friday night. Um, I like when there's a game starting on the Friday. So just be careful if you're doing the fancy football. Make sure you have it done before the Friday. Yeah. Uh, so the game starting off, not really a great one. Two of the primo tiers, Cardiff versus Wolves. What do you think of this one? This is a bit of a... Cardiff for home, aren't you? Cardiff for home, yeah. Um, like I said, I've been slating Cardiff from the, the get-go. Um, don't really... My opinion really hasn't changed them that much. Like, um, I still think they're shy and they're going down. Uh, Wolves again. The Wolves have been disappointing though in the last the last while. Like, again, I was expecting more from from Wolves, but um, so how does feel about Wolves two 0 last week? Yeah, it was that that was a poor result. It I think was shocking. That I was. think everybody went for the Wolves win there, and I think I don't know if Huddersfield actually played that that great. I think Wolves were just pretty poor. Like, um. Possession was fifty six percent possession for for Huddersfield over Wolves. That's not great. When the Wolves are the home team, they're supposed yeah. to have the better players. Like they spent a fortune in the in the transfer window. So, um, for me, they should have been dominating that game. But uh, looking at Cardiff then as well, like, but getting beaten one nil by Everton. Like I actually thought it was going to be two or three nil, and they've done it a couple of times where I thought they're going to get spanked, even against the likes of Liverpool. Um, I think remember we were talking about that and we were saying it was going to be 4 or 5 nil. I think they did on your ass like 2 nil or something didn't they yeah it was 2 nil. 2 nil. Um but yeah so I thought like I thought every time I think they're going to get spanked they kind of they get beaten but they keep it to a low score so um, yeah but I still think they're, they're shite so um, won't be, I won't be putting uh, much much on them this week as well so um, if you were to go with a score prediction on this and Gary what would you go with uh. I go with Cardiff win at home. Cardiff win at home, right? Well, before you make a decision, anyway, look, I'll give you the prices. Um, Cardiff thirteen to five at home. Jesus, not bad. Yeah, twenty one to twenty twenty one to ten for the draw, and eleven to ten for Wolves. Good prices. Um, I'd still go with Cardiff. You'd still go with Cardiff, would you? Uh, one nil. I'm not gonna say Cardiff are gonna win. I don't. But then again, I don't. It's a tight game, won't it? Yeah, I think it'll be a tight game. I would love. To, I would like to say Wolves are going to win. Well, and then I'm kind of thinking that there's going to be a draw. So yeah, I'm going to go with a one-all draw. And um, we're going to give Cardiff the benefit because they've been, like I said, they we've been thinking they're going to get spanked every week, and they haven't really been getting spanked. And um, they've just just been losing. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say one-all. I'm going to go with them to get some sort of result there. So. Um, probably the only time of the season you'll hear me saying that so um, yeah so that's my result my one off what did you say one of Cardiff one of Cardiff right um, on to the next game then uh, the Saturday games uh, Crystal Palace against Burnley um, Burnley have been shocking lately haven't they got beaten there against Newcastle yeah they? absolutely 2-1 yeah. shocking it's just, they've conceded so many goals in the last whatever five six games whatever it is like but Joe Hart like he's He's just getting absolutely destroyed in goal, like. But they haven't been. I wouldn't shown, even blame him though. They haven't been, sh- yeah. But they haven't been shown at in front of him, like. So. That's Gary just crumpling up one of his bets. <laughs> um, yeah. So look, I, I just think. Um, I just think Burnley are gonna lose again this week. This I'd week. fancy Palace in that. Yeah, show. I think Palace are gonna win. Um, Zaha was he injured there last week? No, we played. He played, didn't he? Yeah, he played. Yeah. Oh, it was the week before or something. One of the weeks he was. He, he wasn't even in the squad. Yeah, he must have got injured or something. Yeah, he was injured. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, I can see Palace winning that one. Um, yeah. the price is four to seven. Like that's a, that's still a pretty short price for Palace, isn't it? You'd expect kind of five to six or yeah. something like that, nearly evens. Like, but um, yeah, four to seven at home. 
14 to 5 for the draw and 5 to 1 for Burnley. How would you like them apples? It's a great price for Burnley in the camel there, but I still fancy Palace. Yeah, I, do, I think Palace. Uh, score predictions? I'd go 2 0 Palace. 2 0, yeah, I think. Mm. I can actually see Burnley score. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what I was going to say. I'd say 2 1 Palace. Oh, robbing me scoreline. Yeah, I'd say 2 1. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. They're cheeky. Um, we are going to go 2 0. Maybe 2 0 here, we go back to 2 0. Nah, no. What are you going with, man? I'm only messing now, I'm going 2 0. Right, I'm going 2 1. 2 1 to Palace. Yeah. Moving on to the next one, then, we're looking at Huddersfield against Brighton. This will be an interesting one. Brighton at home against la- last week against uh, Leicester. Glenn Murray again, the usual, banging them in. Yeah. But um, they were playing against 10 men for half the game. Well, three quarters of the game, the 26th minute. Um, Madison gets sent off and they struggle to, to beat them, like, even though they're 1-0 up. Now, I know obviously the, the goal they considered was a penno, but um, <laughs> Madison getting two, two yellow cards in two minutes. Especially early on. Yeah, like the, the, the 26, 28 minute, you should be right. So you're one 0 up there, so you have to you have to start dominating the game then. Um, but but they didn't. So I, I just I feel that's two points dropped there. Um, one all draw is not great against him when you're one 0 up. Um, looking at Huddersfield, uh, like I said, a good two 0 win against uh, Wolves. Um, Aaron Moy getting the goals. He was actually uh, he was actually pretty good last year in the fancy, wasn't he? Yeah, he actually was. He got was, a few he points. Was, he was banging in a, a few goals, like so. Um, yeah, Moy Moy's not bad. So look, it's good to see him scoring again. Um, but look, we we'll go to the uh, prices for this match. Um, Huddersfield are home seven to five. Draw is nineteen to ten, and Brighton are twenty three to ten. So better than two to one. Good price for Brighton. I'd, I'd fancy drawing that game. Yeah. What score? I'd say one off. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a two-one win for Brighton. I'm gonna pick the away team. I'm gonna go with that one. So, uh, two-one to Brighton for me. Right, looking at the next game, Leicester versus Wofford again. Um, for Leicester to get a one-all draw. Um, I suppose that's not a bad result. It's a good point with ten men. It's a good point, yeah. When you have ten men from the twenty-sixth minute, um. Fardy obviously getting the peno back on the score sheet. Uh, then you've got Wofford, uh, who, like I said, they haven't been, they haven't been really performing to to what they can, well, what they have been doing at the start of the season, losing three 0 at, at uh, Liverpool. Well, they were at home, but they kept them off for the first half anyway. It was nil all yeah. half time, and they did look like they were actually going to get something out. But then when they when they, they conceded one, then that was it. The, the floodgate opened and three goals went in. So. Um, this is a, this is an interesting one. What do you reckon? What do you reckon is in score prediction? Who would you fancy in this one? Okay, I'd say be just a. I'd say be actually a boring game. But I go. I can't see there being many goals. No, it's, I just go Leicester one 0 maybe. Yeah, uh, I'll give you the price actually. Uh, Leicester five to four, at home, twenty three to ten for the draw and nine to four for Watford. Does that change your opinion on that? No, no it's a goal. Leicester trouble the game later five to four. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be many goals. So I'm no. gonna. I'm gonna say six three to Leicester. <laughs> uh, no, I'd say I'd say it'd be two one to Leicester. Uh, you can never just say one to Leicester. No, we can't. <laughs> no, we always like the both teams to score. So, um, yeah, two one Leicester. I'll go with. Uh, moving on to the next one. This is gonna be a whitewash. Manchester City versus Bournemouth. That's going to be. This is gonna be about seven nil. Um, one to nine City are. Uh, eight to one for the draw and eighteen to one for Bournemouth. Um, no, look, it's 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 just another five nil, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be another three, four, five nil win for City. Um, this is where you're gonna rack up your points in the fancy football. Uh, yeah. Get three, three City players into your team, no doubt. Anyway, but uh, look, we'll just go straight onto a score prediction because there's not much point yeah. talking about this one because I think City are just gonna absolutely bounce off them. I'd say City five nil. Five now. <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> saying that. As long as if it's not until it's five. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just um, oh. four. Obama gonna score. Wilson. No, no, Wilson. No, you're watching. No, you're watching it. No, your man Laporte actually is deadly, isn't he? Um, no, but he won't. He won't get near to go. No, I'm gonna say four now. Four now, see. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the next one, Newcastle against West Ham. This is a good one. 
this will be a good that match big, actually very good yeah player. this will be a good match now um, Newcastle at home getting like I said I said it I said yeah, it two or three weeks ago I said this could be their, their kickstart of the season I reckon I reckon they were going to get the win three, yeah so the, the one that they, they won first I was saying that they could win that one and then kick on from there and they've won every game since so for me that's good to see that um, Benitez is actually starting to get something out of the players and the players are actually starting to perform he's getting lucky though Benitez because I thought if he lost one or two more games that, that would have been him done because there was a lot of pressure on him yeah. um, Newcastle at home 6-4 to four. the draws 11-5 to five and, and West Ham are 19-10 not a bad price for Newcastle at home. Yeah, it is. It's good considering 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 the the farm run now the last the last three or yeah. four games like they've won. Um, like West Ham again. They West Ham are a team that should really be playing better than they are. Um, Pellegrini at one stage had them playing really well, but then they've kind of dropped off again, haven't they? Like they've been kind of hot and cold, haven't they? Like really? The same kind of yeah, the same the same job. Like they're they're inconsistent. Like. Uh, they're winning games they're drawing games they're losing games they're winning drawing losing. they never get a good clean run of three wins four wins but um, what I think they need is they need a good uh, they need a good run of games like where they're not playing top teams like you know I think yeah. they need a couple like if you can get three, three out of your four matches to be at home against kind of lesser teams it'd be, it'd be a good kind of run to, for them to go on but um, looking at the prices here um, who would you be thinking anyway before I give you the prices, Newcastle West Ham. Uh, I fancy Newcastle. You do fancy Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit of a run now. I'd like actually like to see them win. Six to four. Sorry, I've given you the prices already. Six to four for Newcastle. Yeah. Eleven to five for the draw. Nineteen to ten for West Ham. Yeah, I go Newcastle two 0 Right. Yeah, I'd say two one. Yeah. I just keep going two one, don't I? It's like a you never do. Yeah, it's you have to get out of the habit. You done a lot of them wrong lately. <laughs> <laughs> it's the safest. Um, it's the safest one. Also, where we're at, you haven't been on the podcast since you won the uh, the bet. So I thought I'd bring it up, let you have your little bit of a moment. You can glow. I'm so away from me pay. I'm so away from me money. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, fairness. He paid up. He paid up. A man always pays his bets. He paid his bet up. Right, moving away from that bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah, so actually, bet. actually, my uh, my prediction is. Fuck! I don't know what to. I don't know what to go with here. I think. Do you know what? I'm gonna say two all. Oh, I would be inclined. I'd like to see Newcastle win that one. See my son scoring two, can you? Yeah, I can. I know, which. Yeah, but he won two. Still scoring goals. I want mean. <laughs> <laughs> down my bedroom, but I can't get like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, yeah, two all for that one, and you're going two one. Um, you finished there. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Gary's just stuffing his face with a big cake there. Uh, moving on to the Saturday afternoon game, the half five kickoff. This is probably um, it's a good this, game, this is it? a good game yeah. because it's a it's a relegation clash. Uh, so, so it'll be a good one. Uh, Southampton against United. Relegation <laughs> <laughs> clash. So, uh, what do you make of this? I'm like this. This is this is Way gonna, playing lately. this is gonna be an absolute. Ball fest. Yeah. Oh my god, this is like this will put you to sleep, I reckon. Southampton are so shite, they're not gonna threaten the goal. United are fucking terrible as well at the moment. I don't know, look at like, obviously while we're recording this while we're watching the, the Champions League football so we can see that Pog was being dropped. Like Kaku was being dropped. Thank God. So we'll, it's it's gonna be interesting to see now what what he does on the weekend. Um, is he going to play them Actually, players? Yeah, that's a good point. Is he going to play them or is he going to... Will like, he start them? Like? like, he can't say he's resting them now for the weekend no. games like, because they're not going to win the league anyway. Like, they might might be challenging for four, but... I'll be honest, the voice, what's the price in that? Uh, Southampton are 16-5, 13-5 <coughs> for the draw and 17-20 for United. It's not a great place for United considering how shit they've been. No, I'd say United scrape a 1-0. Yeah, I think it's... There won't be many goals in that. I think it's gonna be a low scoring, a low scoring game. Um, oh, my heart is saying go with the draw, and then my brain is saying go with the United win. Um, usually I go with my brain, but on this occasion I'm gonna say a one all draw. Yeah, I'm gonna call the one all draw. I think um, 
But just, I don't know, I just think Southampton has, like, they have to just, they haven't been defending too bad. And now they're, they're strikers. Yeah, now now they kind of they scored a couple of games uh, or a couple of goals in the last game. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with one. I'll draw on that one. Big show. Yeah, look, I, I again, Mourinho. He's getting sick of listening to him though. Yeah, he's, he's the same shy. Yeah, look, right, one. I'll draw. Right, so we move on. Um, on to the Sunday games. First one is a good one. Chelsea and Fulham, London derby. Header in the area as well against his old club. In the area coming back, back to the bridge. Um, be a good game. Yeah, be a good game, but I just I think Chelsea will probably have too much for them. Um, although Chelsea haven't been playing great the last two or three games, especially against Spurs, they were rubbish. Uh, obviously, everyone's been slating David Luiz, and I, I always say this: the post going around, he's been involved in sixty-seven percent of Chelsea's goals conceded. Yeah, but that's normal. Like he's a defender. Like do you know what I mean? If he's not involved, then like that means he's not trying like so if he's at least if he's getting like although them numbers are high at least he's getting kind of he's making he's trying to make tackles and he's trying to get involved so I look at it it's not like he's been passing them to the strikers like do you know what I mean he's just I don't know I, I think he's getting a bit bit of stick there but he's been good all season I thought again I said it last week I think Sarri's getting it wrong with playing Kovacic in the middle I think he should be playing Barkley I just think that Barkley Barkley was doing well there for a few weeks he's doing very he? well I don't understand why he's dropped him because Kovacic hasn't shown that in Spectacular and Barkley yeah. has Barkley has been showing so what you can do a few like. assists as well he got like. and then it is, it's surprising because even Sarri came out and he goes I, I really like Barkley he suits the system like so it doesn't make sense that he's dropping him because um, for me he, he suits that system a lot better than, than Kovacic so he's just not showing enough for me um, again the same thing Morata's gone missing again um, he scored two goals in one game, and then that was it. He's he's after disappearing again. So, um, it's the thing that's going to let Chelsea down this season. Uh, looking at Fulham again, I called it last week on the podcast when Ranieri came in. He's going to make a change. He's going to he's going to adapt to what he has there, and he's going to play a system that suits the players he's got. And he done it, and they got the win three two. Um, so that was good to see. But again. They have to try to be a little bit more consistent. So, although this one is a like this, I think this match is Chelsea, and then did they have United then after that? It's another big game, I think. No, because Arsenal, Arsenal have United next weekend. Right, so does it, they have another big game? Um, Liverpool is it? It could be, yeah. So they have a, they have a big game after the Chelsea game. So I think like you can write the next two games off because, like I said, he's only in there and he's still trying to find his feet. Um, I don't know. They have they have Leicester. City. Oh, sorry, no. City. It's, it's Chelsea home to City on the 8th of December. Yeah, sorry, it's Leicester. They have Leicester um, because he's going back to uh, the King Power Stadium. That's what it was. So, look, he could get a result there, but um, that would be a tricky one for him. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think Fulham are... They need to... Basically, they need to get themselves sorted out now over the next week or two. Yeah. Get themselves playing as a team. And then really go for it when they're playing a, le- a lesser team, like and and get a good result at home. And um, that's what they need to do. They need to start picking up points. I stuck me now me neck out in the line last week, and I said they were rock bottom or they were second from last. And I'm saying they're gonna finish tenth. So I think Ranieri is gonna make that much of a difference. And I wouldn't be surprised now if they, obviously if they're gonna lose against Chelsea and then could could potentially even get a draw or something against Leicester. Um, be interesting to see. So. Uh, predictions for this Gar what do you reckon uh, I'd just I'd say say something I'd say t- I'd say 2 2 yeah oh Claudio walking his magic again ladies and gentlemen this is what happens when you do drugs <laughs> <laughs> no uh, no look fair play dude that's Mitrovic Mitchell just gets sent off. Yeah, man's playing against his old club actually. Surely, yeah. Surely, yeah. Surely, yeah. So, be interesting to see that. But uh, see, Chelsea sold surely, and they didn't want to sell him. Well, the fans didn't want them to sell him. Same as Matic though. Yeah, Chelsea don't get Chelsea fans don't get sale. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I just think that they're just too much there for Chelsea this week. Like they're, they're I'm not, I can't see them getting really a result from it. Um, follow them on talk about. I reckon three 0 Chelsea. No, do you know what? I'm going to say 3 1 actually because I think Fulham will probably score. That's a big show. Yeah, I think Chelsea. Well, it's not. I don't think Chelsea are going to easily beat them. Like, um, 
I'll give you the odds anyway because the odds aren't, aren't really great uh, Chelsea at home are 2-11 to 11. that's not really one you'd put no. in now 6-1 to one for a draw and then 14-1 to one for uh, Fulham all over <laughs> there's one there you can put uh, Fulham and uh, Port Bournemouth <laughs> in an accumulator yeah, 18-1 to one one. and 14-1 that'd be a nice one um, right, so moving on to the next one. Next one now. This is the cracking game. This game. This uh, to be honest with you, this fourth place, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't say it. It's a Sunday, but it's a super Sunday. This is a really good Sunday of football. Unreal, this is class. Um, Arsenal and Tottenham. That'll be a cracker. Cracking game. Yeah, at the Emirates, especially with uh, Tottenham's win over Chelsea there as well. Yeah, so they're they're gonna be again. I said it before. I said it, I'll say it again. Tottenham for some reason. Price wise, have been where if they've been huge, I don't know why. Even against the smaller teams, they've been nearly yeah. even against. I think it was against Wolves or something like that. They were four to five, and they won that one. And then the game before, I think they were four to five and stuff. So, um, look, Tottenham for me are, are really good value this season. I give you the prices anyway, just so you so you know what you're looking at. Uh, Arsenal are seven to five at home. It's not a bad price for uh, for Arsenal at home, no, is it? Not at all. Uh, Thirteen to five for the draw. And thirteen to eight for Tottenham again. Tottenham are a massive price again, nearly two to one. Like that's a huge price, I think, for Tottenham. Yeah, definitely for Tottenham. What um, what score do you reckon this one's gonna be? Emery is doing well with Arsenal. Um, he has been getting a good few wins, but I go the only bet bomber there two one didn't he? Last two one, yeah. One of them was a long goal, and then Aubameyang scored. Yeah, I go. Ali and Al's back. I go Spurs on Nick at 2-1. Spurs to Nick at, yeah. 2-1. I reckon... Yeah. Lacazette's still out as well, if you remember. The only thing that gets it for me is, is the home advantage. Um, Arsenal being at home. With it being a London derby as well, there's always yeah. that little bit... Just a lot. There's a lot going on in London this weekend, isn't there? Yeah. On Sunday, anyway. Um, I'm going to go... 2-1 Arsenal I'm going to say Arsenal are going to get the win you here. always back Arsenal yeah I'm going to say Arsenal are going to get the win here and uh, I hope it's a draw because that would suit Chelsea better but um, we'll see uh, then the next game the oh, quarter past four game, game. Merseyside Derby Anfield in Anfield it hasn't like oh, you always get a, a cracking game with this great atmosphere there's always yeah. a great atmosphere there's always tackles flying in yeah to be honest with you, this time I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's just going to be a whitewash. Well, I think Liverpool are going to hammer them. I think it's going to be three or four nil for yeah. Liverpool here. Yeah. Um, like Everton haven't been bad this season. In fairness, they've they've pulled out some good results, but they're not up to that level yet. Already Liverpool, like no, they're not. I just think no. I think uh, I think Liverpool are going to have too much for them this week, and the likes of like again the likes of Salah. The one week I take for Mino out of the team, I've had him in for the last eight weeks. He doesn't. He doesn't score, and I take him out. We fancy, and he scores. I just fell off everything. He didn't play. Remember, uh, Sigurdsson. Yeah, that's oh. his name. <laughs> yeah, Sigurdsson. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now that's so. That's disgraceful. But um, we'll we'll speak about that in the fancy fantasy yeah. segment. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Liverpool and Everton. Right. So the the price is two to five for Liverpool. That's actually not a bad price. Just to just to put in to boost the odds. What price? Two to five. Yeah, it's not that bad. Like, um, nineteen to five for the draw and thirteen to two for Everton. So the bookies don't really fancy Everton here. No, they don't think they're gonna win. So, um, I think as I said, I think Liverpool is gonna hammer them. Yeah, it's just it's. I don't know why. It's not even because Everton are bad this season. It's just that Liverpool have been so good yeah. and they're so attacking that I just see them dominating the game and and getting a few goals. Um, what's the score prediction on this one, guy? Um. I can't see everything even scoring against Liverpool. I'd say Liverpool 3-0. 3-0, yeah. Yeah. I'll say... Yeah, let's see. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. But I'm going to say 3-1. I'm going to I'm gonna call it... Van Dijk's going to give away a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, now I'm going to go with 3-1. Um, ladies and gents, that concludes the... Premier League matches for the weekend. (laughs) 
Okay, folks, so moving on to the fantasy football. Um, first week of our uh, football bets for you league. Um, like I said, for the first week, I was giving out a 10 euro free bet. Um, congratulations to Dave McCoy, who won this weekend. He won it comfortably as well. He won it by, well, seven points. He won it by, that wasn't wasn't that comfortable, I suppose, was it? Jammy, if you ask me. <laughs> um now look he's sitting on top there 50 shades of O'Shea uh, <laughs> good name so um, yeah fair play to you Dave um, again like I said it's going to be 5 euro uh, free bet for the monthly winner um, so just bear that in mind um, you're looking at it the, the league is going to be it's going to be fun isn't it very, very close yeah so there's 57 people in it uh, which, is, which isn't bad that's a that's a good league. Ah, big old crack, like yeah. So um, like as I said, Dave Dave got the eighty five points. Um, is he had he had Alexander Arnold. Um, fourteen points for him. He had uh, Sane, Salah, Firmino. Again, I took Firmino out and he had him. Uh, Kane. Um, he had Ederson in goal and he had Digne. I don't know how you say that. Um, so he got a clean sheet as well. But um, yeah, I think he, he played as captain well and is is again. Alexander got some Alexander, points back to yeah, like fourteen. Yeah. Like. He actually also had a player, one player that got one, player that got two, player that got zero, and a player that got three. Yeah. And he still managed to get eighty five. So that was that was good going. Fair play, Dev. Um, I'd be surprised if you get that next week. Looking at the the fixtures, but uh, yeah. He already told me there on the his text video yesterday. He said he's gone minus eight. That's just he's uh, gone minus eight. Oh, three substitutes. Yeah. Um, for myself, I didn't have a great week. Well, I had an average. I suppose it was probably an average week. Cause where are you again? Actually, I forgot. Where, where, what did you say? Where? Ash, shut up. 20, oh, where are you? Though? Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Twenty second out of fifty-seven. I'm in top half the table. <laughs> Happy with that. Um, look, I brought in three city players. I played me wild card. I, <laughs> I had to. I had to play me wild card because the week before. Oh yeah, <laughs> I dropped a load of points. Got thirty-eight points. So you're actually looking out there. You didn't do too bad with Laporte. That's a good sign. Yeah, Silva as well is a great show. Silva, I brought Silva in. Yeah, I think I, was, I captain picked those. Well, look, I had to take a gamble, and I always do it. I, I always get everybody laughing at yeah. me in the uh, fancy. I always do some mad captains, and uh, look, I just thought Martial was gonna he was gonna score. I didn't because I had a feeling he was gonna drop Lukaku, and I was saying right, the goals are gonna have to come from somewhere. Um, Rashford again, like I said. he he hasn't really been scoring that much. Um, just as I say, he nearly scores. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good shout with Kane off everything as well. Eight yeah, points. Kane, I brought him in as well. Thought, thought everything was going to get a clean sheet there. So, um, Surely, again, I had him in since probably day one. And I, I probably won't take him out. I know he's playing You're Chelsea. You're a fan of him though, aren't you? Yeah, I, th- I think he's class. Like Even at Chelsea, I thought he was deadly. And I brought in Glenn Murray. Um, so look, I've I, I done all right. Um, just to give you the thumbs up as well, ladies and gents, that... Hazard is on yellow for Collie and so was Glenn Murray so he'd be going minus eight again this week. No, Hazard Hazard be fine. He just, Hazard's just he's a drama queen, you know. He, lo- he loves loves to build up a bit of, bit of tension, you know, but Captain you know you to keep saying it. It's bullshit. That 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 Premier League app, it's a load of horse shit. You always give you Yeah, I'm always behind you. They give you yeah. yellow uh, little warnings and they're never there's never anything wrong. Like like an ankle injury. You didn't get a fucking ankle injury like um saying Glenn Murray has a knock as well. So like how the fuck did he know that? Like uh Right, looking at next week though. Actually, no, well, we'll look. No, sorry for being real, Gary. We'll have a look at your team. How did you do? Just to scroll down here to the fourteenth position. Yeah. Um, There's about five points separating. Didn't do too bad. Uh, too bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't do too bad. Uh, your man saying Alexander off Liverpool at fourteen points. I was gonna put him in. I had him in. I had him in. Cheap as well, though. Yeah, very. That's uh, why I had him in, and I took him out. Salah got me eight. Um, Sterling again doesn't let you know oh, Sterling's quality Aguero captain though it's just a mistake Sterling's ex- expensive though isn't he he is I think he's 11.1 now isn't he he's yeah he's gone up, he's gone up. I, think, I think two seasons ago he was like he was like 8 or 9 yeah now he's so, 11 like. I, was, I always say it though if you get over 50 points a week you should be doing alright yeah if you, yeah, you that, that would be the aim isn't it uh, yeah again your, your captain Aguero I thought I would have got something out of Aguero as well but I thought everyone was going to do Aguero captain, so I said, right, I'll take a bit I of a risk. I think most people did do him as well. Look. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, Sterling. So, the, it's hard to see. How did you get 57 points? Tactics. 14. That's shocking. 
is. Two players got 30 points know, for you. Yeah. That's disgraceful, carry on. Yeah. You'd won that got one. No, so you've won one, 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 one. No, sorry. You've got one, two, three. Three players got one for you and three players got two for you. And you got your 57 points out of the rest of them. It's a disgrace. Well, here's a bit of a laugh as well. I have to get this fella to show. We're at the Copland now. Um, Smollo is coming forth in the Fancy League. Um, he's already used bench boost. Oh, I love it. Zero for his keeper. Zero for Lacazette. <laughs> One for Dirty. And zero for Mendy. Ah, oh, come on, Smollo. You're better than that. Smollo. You'd be down to 20 now yeah. by the end of next weekend. He was desperate for that for that free bet. <laughs> yeah, you he wanted that free bet. Fair play to you. He went for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna be we're gonna put weekly posts up on uh, It'd be a great the season ahead with the fans, you know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It's, it's a good crack. Because you've double fixtures over the Christmas as well, so I don't think you do. Yeah, but you have No you do. Yeah. But there's no double game weeks. I've looked it no, up. It's, it's not, no, it's not. But you know what I mean. It's it's yeah, in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you get a game on Wednesday, yeah, yeah. then there's a game on Saturday. Yeah. But as you said, it's not a double. Yeah. If you want to do a travel captain, you can't do it. I've looked through all the fixtures you this can. year, and there's not there's not one there. Just two. Is there? Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll help you out <laughs> after this podcast <laughs> and show you the real to the fancy. I'm telling you now, right? There's two weeks of double weeks, ladies and gents. I've been in the fancy the last eight years. No, I don't see them unless they're going to reschedule games with the cup matches and stuff. And then put them in. Well, right, you just go with your single game. Anyway, um, so we can all um, we can all talk about the the greats up the top there. The, you know the likes of the the Dave McCoys and what the, about the uh, Raph and the the Sean Kerrigans and the Rory Comans. Uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna turn this table upside down and we're gonna have a look at the relegation, the relegation battle between. You were in love, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Twenty seconds. Oh, that's uh, that's all right. Give over. Um, so with a whopping twenty-eight points, Connor Goody, Connor Good. Um, I shot Jr. At least, at least you have a good name. Um, oh my god! <laughs> Jim Ross. Uh, in fifty sixth position with get on Zidane's floor. That's like your daddy, that Lee Hurley. Lee, that's pathetic. You want to get your shit together? The rock smells trash. And then, in fifty fifth position. Shout out to Rog, Mister Ryan O'Grady. Pathetic performance this week. Look, lads, it's it, come on. That's a relegation battle already. That's a relegation there. Like it's a bottom three. I was going to do a prize for the Are we doing a prize for the Rock? can't because no, no, it's just so embarrassing. That, that, that's pathetic, that is. Lads, such a show. Right. Um, so who do you reckon, Gar? Who's, who's your players to watch this week? Who, like, like oh, you're on about like, Ryan O'Grady and that. Like, well, no, no, no people, that's people not to watch. I'm talking, <laughs> about, I'm talking about players we want to watch here. So, um, look, Rush. obviously we have, obviously have Man City playing against Bournemouth. There's gonna be points there. Just but again, though, Carl, like you were saying, it's like look at Aguero there. Yeah, and he's not scoring. That's he's got four it's, points, it's, so it's, it's trying to pick. It's, it's a gamble players. who yeah. you pick for the captain. Yeah, it's there's a, four or five City players you can do captain that'll get an assist or a yeah, goal. Yeah, it's picking the right one though. That's the thing, and it's always it's always a tricky one between. Like oh, hundred percent. Silva, Sané, yeah. Sterling, and even Bernardo Silva just come up with goals and stuff like that and assists. It's a tough one to pick, but um, what about Chelsea? Could there be a could there be a surprise well, with like Chelsea Morata maybe? I'm gonna give a shout out here. I'm not afraid to say it. My team. I told Cody this earlier on. Um, I took out who did I take out? Oh yeah, Stevens. He's still on red for uh, Brighton and a bit of money in the bank. I brought in Pedro. Bit of a bold move. I don't know if it's there, but yeah, that's the only thing because he probably you probably play him on tours in Europa. Um, but if he scores in Europa, he'll probably get a start. You know. I think he deserves a start because he. I love Pedro. I think Pedro's really, really good. If you watch Pedro moving, his legs are like Speed he's, Jesus yeah. Christ! It's like he's and he's cheap. Yeah, he is. He's not. He's was he six point seven or something? Or he something is, is six point three. Six point three. Jesus, that is really cheap for Pedro actually. Because when he plays, he's always he's always involved in something. I mean, I wouldn't mind when he was getting his ninety minutes. He was getting nine points, eight points, six points, yeah, twelve points. Yeah, he's a, he's, he he's a he's a point grabber anyway. Um, what about? The Liverpool players, like yeah, another good show. Against, Liverpool, against Everton, like I said, like, I fancy Liverpool to go to town. Everton. That's just yeah, my opinion. Yeah. But if I was doing, 
you want to be looking at Mane and Mane, Salah like yeah. that. I don't know. Like, like well, although. No, he did walk off the ball. It's just not one of them games for him, though, is it? I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe this this goal is because he's doing everything else right. It's just not. He just wasn't scoring. He yeah, just had a bit of a joy patch. Like, like he, he has the quality there to to get rid of that. Like and just go on scoring goals. But you like, can see Mane banging in two or something kind yeah, of the storm of a game. Yeah, that's a that's a player to watch. Anyway, what about defenders? Was look, I, I just think again, Van Dijk. I think Alonso for this week. Yeah, he's a, he's a must have. Yeah. I think because. Again, Chelsea have a strong chance of clean, keeping a clean sheet. And oh, you have me, Team Alonso, yeah. Yeah, I have myself. I actually put him on the bench this week because they were playing Spurs. I had a feeling, and I had the Chelsea keeper, uh, Kepa, whatever you want to call him. The only thing is, though, with Alonso, if you are bringing him in, he is very pricey. I think yeah. he's like six points. He's worth it, though, isn't oh, he's he? He's 7.1. He's worth it. But he's I like a winger, yeah, isn't he? He's like yeah, a winger. I think he's, he's worth it. He's definitely worth it, yeah. yeah. Um, like, you could look at maybe. Could you look at United players against Southampton? I don't think there's going to be many goals in there. Maybe what a defender. The defender I wouldn't even get small and name team. Small. Um, Vardy maybe against uh, Watford. Good show. Wouldn't be a bad show. Takes the penalties. Yeah. And just, then, if you can go back to just Alonso there, his points as well here for the defender is ridiculous. Yeah. 11, 13, 11, 9, 6, 6, 11, 6, 8. Jesus. Are the, they're the points for him. Like. That's good, isn't it? Like he is like a winger, you know. Yeah, he Assist gets a, gets a lot of points. Um, but I'm thinking, what about Crystal Palace players against Burnley? Because Burnley can see a lot of goals. Hundred percent. They'll be all over Salah or Townsend. Salah. Or Jimmy Salah. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope you have thirteen point eight million in the bank. <laughs> Salah. Salah, goes Salah. To Crystal Palace. Breaking news. <laughs> Hutchinson scratching his nose. Can't believe it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think. Um, yeah, Zaha, I think, is a good show. Um, I don't really see anyone else that's an obvious choice. There isn't for you, though. You never mentioned about the any Tottenham and Arsenal players which is bringing in for that game. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, that's... Because there's going to be goals on either side. Yeah, there's so. going to be a tight game. Like, like it, wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't be a game where no, I would say, like, oh, right, I'll, I'll bring Aubameyang yeah. in here. Like, I don't exactly. think that's the, that's the week for it. Like, you'd wait until probably next week or the week yeah. after or something. When, well, Arsenal have you know next week, but... Like you'd you'd wait wait for a week where you have a run of two or three games against lesser teams, like. But um. Yeah, look, I, I don't know. That that's I think that's pretty much the fancy cover there. Now I don't know if there's much much else to cover on it, is there? Okay, so moving on to the next topic. Um. Probably one of the most interesting ones, I think. McCarthy, new Ireland manager. New old Ireland manager. Yeah, it's a bit of a. What do you think? Like I think it's a bit of a weird one. I think it's. I only think it's a bit of a weird one because of the way everything else has happened, the likes of um, with Stephen Kenny and stuff. That's probably one thing just messed it up. I think. Yeah, so like, there's a couple of ways you can look at it, right? So you have Mick McCarthy taking over. Obviously, he's got international experience. Um, we know what he's about. Um, he has experience with the Irish team already. He knows. He knows the ins and outs. You know, he's worked with John Delaney before. John Delaney there when he was working last night. Oh yeah, sure. He yeah. was a part of the Soy Pan incident. Yeah, so um so like they've worked they have worked together before anyway. Then you've got so then what's after happening is Stephen Kenny, who was obviously um just for the people that, that aren't Irish and don't give don't give a fuck. Um Stephen Kenny who was one of the top Irish managers domestically, um, with them Dock, with them the last six years, done pretty well, got them to Europe. Um held them so held their own in Europe. Um, so he was shortlisted as well and I think a lot of the Irish fans were calling for him to be manager but it didn't work out like that so what's after happening now is Mick McCarthy has got the job up until 2020 and Stephen Kenny has got the under 21's Irish job and then he's going to be taking over in 2020 so there's a few ways this can go so looking at Stephen Kenny it's good to have him kind of involved in the in the international setup, um, getting him involved early with with kind of the FA before he takes, before he takes over as the, the full or the the senior squad manager. But what do you do then if he, if he has an absolute shocker with the under twenty ones, Mick McCarthy does absolutely brilliantly with with the senior team, and then you have you're letting Mick McCarthy go because you've already said it. And then Stephen Kenny has to come in as manager. 
My only thing is, the announcement of Carty as manager there over the weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. So, they bring in Robbie Kane as his number two. Yeah. My opinion is, they should have gave Robbie Kane the 21s and they should have gave Stephen Kenny the number two. Yeah, I don't know if um, Robbie Kane. I just don't Kane, see the point, Robbie Kane at all. I don't. Th- I don't know if Robbie Kane's ready to even. No. Even manage yet though, because he's only. He's like he's no really, experience. No, he's he's no experience manager. Like he was over in that Indian club or whatever he was doing, but like, I think he was player manager over there or something like that. But it's not the same thing. Like, no. you know what I mean? You're, you're playing. You're, you're he's playing himself and also, um, it's a weird one for me because I just think, like. The thing that Stephen Kenny will bring is he'll bring attacking football. He'll bring exciting football. Like let's be honest, right? We're Ireland. We're we're Ireland. We're not gonna win Euros. We're not gonna win World Cups. If we qualify, that's a bonus. But at least give us some entertaining football. I'd rather go and get beaten three or four nil, but have an entertaining match. Yeah. And go and be exciting without losing. Like rather than just sitting there, not qualifying anyway, and then fucking drawing nil all against Denmark, like. Where's the fun in that, like? Yeah, but when you have fifteen thousand torn up for a European qualifier in the Aviva, that just yeah, shows you what, what the Irish like, fans think of it. It's terrible. Like up, like everybody. In fairness, everybody has slated uh, Roy Keane and, and O'Neill and called for the heads, and we were saying it. We were saying it as well, but um, we don't. I wasn't really calling for his head. I was just saying, who who do you get in that's that's more more attractive than than O'Neill and Keane, like? Because there's not many there. Again, I was saying in the, lad, the last uh, podcast there, Carlos Cuerras came out and said that he would maybe be interested because he's leaving Iran. He's actually ma- managing Iran at the moment. And his contract runs out at the end of the year. So he could have been potentially someone that could have came in. I don't know. That would, to me, that would have been a bit more interesting. Because you know, I've just held off another month and a half, two months, and waited for Harry Redknapp to come out of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> coming out as the king no way there's no way you take it over then Um, but like it's a weird one that the biggest mistake I think they've made is saying that Mick McCarthy's only taking over till 2020 and that Stephen Kenny is then taking over after I don't think they should have labelled that so I think they should have just right they sort of they've agreed right Mick McCarthy is uh, taking over should have just left it at that they shouldn't have said that, right? Kenny's coming in in twenty twenty. Yeah, it's too much so, pressure now. So now, it? now yeah. everybody's going to be watching Stephen Kenny because we're saying, right, he's going to be the next. And the under twenty ones, like yeah. So we're going to be saying he's the next order manager. We have to see what what the how the under twenty ones are, and then the other. But the good side of it is, he can then see what's coming up through um, the under twenty ones and and stuff like that. Um. So look, it's it's good in that sense, but like, how much talent are we really going to look? What are you going to be looking at? Like you're going to be looking at a few leading potential Robbie Keynes like nothing nothing special like do you know what I mean so although he's there at the under 21s and he could he could see a couple of decent players coming up he's still not going to have that world class player like because no. Ireland don't really ever have that maybe Roy Keane and like like Robbie Keane he's not really world class but he was he was a really good goal scorer like that's you can't take that from him like but um, I just think it's a bit of a strange one like I just think it was a bit of a panic situation as well. I just think the FAI didn't know what, what to do. Yeah. I think it's just to get Mick in. It was the only sort of safe option. Yeah, because he's done it before. Like It was just... I don't know. It just, it's a strange... It is I just a, think there's a lot of pressure now on Mick McCarthy as well when he does start his reign because the more games he loses... Yeah, everyone's saying, why, everyone's saying, why, why have we why, got him back? Like, why did we get him back? back? Why yeah. did we get him back? Why isn't Stephen Kenny get it? Yeah. But then if Stephen Kenny doesn't do well the 21s, it's the same thing then. So it's it's either that's way why you lose. That's it's a losing. It's, it's a, I think yeah, it's it's probably a lose lose situation where yeah, now like in it could work out brilliant where like Mick McCarthy gets us through to the Euros, we qualify, we go, we have a decent tournament, and then that's it. He steps down, and then Stephen Kenny has done brilliantly with the under twenty ones, and then he then comes in. But I can't see that happening. Like I can see, I can see us probably qualifying for the Euros, maybe. And then Stephen Kenny kind of having like uh, just a, an average kind of um, rain under the twenty with the under twenty ones like, and it's just then it's a bit of a, a bit of a, like it's a bit of a formality then him coming in. It's not exciting then like, do you know what I mean? But if you if he comes in fresh, 
Announced fresh, yeah. If he's announced fresh yeah. as, as a manager, he'd be buzzing for it, like. Yeah, like so now he now he's involved in it and he he knows that. So he's only can't like. Is then you have to ask is he is he gonna put in his full commitment there with the uh, with the under twenty ones because he knows he's getting the senior job now. So like to yeah. me, like like is this like I think the FAI need to come out and clear this up where they say um he's only getting it if he does if he does a certain thing with the with his under twenty ones like so if he if he like, gets them into. A, the Euros or whatever it is with the under twenty ones, like, what if he goes and loses every match? Is he still gonna get it in twenty twenty? Yeah, well, you hear Brian Kerr there saying as well that uh, he thinks it's the oh the upper half that Amanda Laney. You just have to clear all them out. I think so. Yeah, like like Delaney. I think it's all coming from him. Like yeah, like Delaney for me, like he gets a bit of a stick off everyone. I think it's probably because his wages are so high compared to everyone else. But, <laughs> um. Like what does he really do? Like do you know what I mean? What what does he really do behind the scenes? Like you know, like he's not really involved in the management side of things. Like he obviously he picks the managers and stuff like that, but he doesn't do anything else. Like I don't know what they're calling for him. Like he wants the see he he's in with UA. He wants to go into the UA for part. Yeah, well, let him let him piss off and do that. Like but do you know what I mean? But like, I don't think it. I don't think there's a need to call for Delaney there. I think the problem is the players lack quality. And regardless of what manager you have there, you still have. But I still think those shit well, players. I know you're saying the players are shit and that, but you get better football out of them. Yeah, it is true. Like I mean, with different managers, like tactically, yeah, you, you will. Yeah, but Neil's football, I thought was terrible. Yeah, terrible football. Like what? Like I'm up. I said this to my brother there during the week. Like what did Roy Keane really bring to the team? When you think of it, I know he had his interviews and that, but really, like falling out with players and. Yeah. When he was in, don't get me wrong. When he was appointed the uh, assistant coach, I was delighted. But but another just, but another thing is, yeah, like I I only think it went sour for them after the Euros. Do you know what I mean? They they done brilliant to get us into the Euros. Yeah, we had a decent enough um, we had a decent enough time in the Euros. Like you know, like it was it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like the uh, the Robbie Brady goal and the the few bits. Like but like I I don't think. I don't think it's been as bad as people are saying. I think they're just looking at the like the last year. Let's be honest, the last year has since the Euros has been shy. We haven't done that, and we've been boring. There's been no, there's been no exciting matches or anything like that. But we we lost a couple of players due to retirement, like so, and there there are big players as well, the likes of John O'Shea and stuff. Going, I know it's only John O'Shea, like, but it's big for Ireland. He's he's a big player. He was a big player for Ireland. Um, so for me, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird one. Like, it's it's gonna be an interesting one. It is. It, it, I'm only excited now with Mick McCarthy there because I think he's brilliant. I just think he's brilliant because his interviews are funny. Like, um, I see him in his interview there, and he he said he's manager, and then Robbie Keane came up and asked him for a coaching role and called him a cheeky bollocks. Like, you know, it's just that's just typical Mick McCarthy. But I don't um, like him at all. Yeah, but see, you're the reason you don't is you're a United fan and you're on Roy Keane. No, side. it's not. Like sure. every other one of them. No, I think I even no. think they were right getting uh, rid of Martin and Roy Keane. I think they were right, but I just don't. Ah, yeah, no, no, I mean in terms of like as a United fan. No, but sure, probably McCarthy got let go of Ipswich three months into his contract. <laughs> that just tells you he's shocking. No, but the uh, he is a brutal manager. No, sure, Ipswich are rock bottom now. Um, That's because he was managing them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like what I'm saying is a lot of a lot of United players like won't take the McCarthy because of what happened in Saipan. So I know, like obviously, Roy Keane's the captain came out spoke how how poor the conditions are. But you don't walk out in your country. Look, I know obviously he was sent home. He was right. Well, he was right, but he was, he was he done right. it. He done it the wrong way. Like, I mean, think he, it was. I don't think he done it the wrong way. I think it was handled the wrong way. The way Mick him, called the meeting with the whole team. I didn't didn't call Kane to it. Like, no, look, I, I don't know. It's, there's a lot more to there's it. There's a more to it than what we see anyway. Um, I just think if you're a proud Irish man and you're the captain of the team, you don't walk out in your team regardless of what happens. I don't care what. Nah. Like if I'm representing my country and I'm over in a, a a World Cup, and someone walks out, I wouldn't speak to them again. Like everyone has standards. Yeah. If I was going for the Ireland job, I would have loved them. I'd say, no, you're gonna love this, but I'll join the side. I would have loved them to give it get a chance. Eamon Dunphy, <laughs> baby, just just for the interviews. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm watching for. Bell, bell. It was a joke. Yeah. It was an absolute joke. Oh god. But uh, <laughs> what would you? What would have been your take on Big Sam? <laughs> he was a hundred percent record with England. Yeah, never lost. <laughs> never lost. Game. Never lost as England manager. You can't fucking. 
<laughs> Can't argue with that record. But uh, no, I think Big Sam actually would have probably been a good manager for us to have because he's used to all being shitty managers like <laughs> relegations. So. Yeah, he'd be used to. But um, no, I don't know. Like it's a, it's a, it is a strange one now. It's gonna be. Is it exciting? Are you gonna call it exciting? Couple of years. No, no, I'm actually it? not. I'm not. Being honest with you, not I'm not forward looking forward to it now. No. no, no. I don't know. Like the no. like the qualifiers start in was it March? Yeah. So look, I don't know. Fresh start. Get behind the team. I get yeah. behind the team, but I just don't. I'm not a fan of Mick McCarthy. The end of the day, international week is just a Shoy. just an excuse for a piss up in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Like you just go to the pub and just dance all over everyone if we score. Like, but um. Look, I, I, personally, I'm looking forward to seeing Mick again. I, I thought Mick was brilliant when he was Ireland manager. Um, to get us to a World Cup, I thought it was deadly. Yeah, but look at the squad he had. You have to remember, like you can't, you'd you be very lucky to get this squad to the World Cup. Ah, it's a different they, squad, yeah, like, yeah, different, much. Like it's Roy Kane, you Damien Duff, Robbie Kane, all that prime. Who's our goal scorer now? We don't um, have one. Shane Long, Kevin Doyle, is he still? Oh, <laughs> oh, I know he's retired. The Colorado for him. Um, <laughs> no, but like, who are you relying on for a goal? Well, we have your man. Um, you can't even name. Like, name five players off your own team, though. Well, I can't. I can name five players. Just not five. Book a one. No. Because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I can't either, though. No, you can, you can name them, but they're No, but name five them. <laughs> Clark. Right. Rudolph. <laughs> right. McLean. Brady. Right. O'Shea. No, you can't do the five, look. Uh, no, no, look, I don't know. It's just they're not. They aren't the same squad. Like, no, it's not the same squad. Like at least, like even in Saipan, you had Damien Duff. It was brilliant playing for Chelsea. Like, uh, you had Robbie Kane. You had Roy Kane. Now, obviously, Roy Kane walked out and abandoned his country. Wrong. <laughs> Fake news. Um, you had O'Shea, Don, Richard Don. Like you had quality players there. Like Don was playing with City and stuff like that. O'Shea was with United. Like now, who have we, who have we got? Who's playing with someone decent? Duffy playing with Brighton. Yeah, and you have McLean with who's a Stoke in the in the Championship. Randolph. Yeah, Rudolph is with, with West Ham <laughs> or something, isn't he? But like even at that, like, no, it's still it's just terrible. It's just not good enough. Like, but I don't blame. Like. I put it all down to skill. Like it comes, youth. it comes from skill, boy. And if you look at the way uh, Spain do their youth compared to ours, Spain, the Spanish kids don't play a competitive match till the age of fourteen or fifteen. All they do is train, play with the ball, yeah, and that's it. They don't play a competitive match. They pass. They work on passing. They work on possession. And it's just about developing the players at that at that young age and then bringing them up. That's why the that's why you look at Barcelona. They're so good. They just play tick attack of football. And that all comes from being developed at a young age, just passing, 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 passing and then that's that's just it's a different way of playing football, like and it's it's why Ireland will never like you look at Ireland, it's just launch the ball, like you just absolutely hoof the ball every time, like like we're launching balls, we don't even have a target man in front. We used to launch the ball and you had Robbie Kane in front. Now now Robbie Kane could run in behind but it was just our mentality. Our mentality, as even in Sunday league football, is just hoof the ball, like. But um, yeah. So look, Mick McCarthy, for the next two years, I'm getting on board. I don't know about you. Why I'm on board? I support him, but I don't support Mick. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. I'm gonna write to the FAI now and just allow. Delaney will probably be listening to this podcast and he'll probably get on in contact with myself. He has my personal number. <laughs> but um, I told him I wasn't available to be manager because I was doing this podcast. But look, I don't know. We'll, like, we'll, we'll move on from this because there's not much not much, uh, not much, much else to say about it. Like I said, it can go any any of any amount of ways here. Like it could. They've just, I think the FA have just left themselves open to be, to be absolutely ridiculed again. Um just because of what they've said about taking over in 2020 and Stephen Kenny being the manager and Mick McCarty's only there for two years so look that's my opinion on it anyway right so the last part of our podcast is we'll just move on to a few tips for the weekend um 
unfortunately it's it's FA Cup weekend so I, I hate I hate doing tips when it's um when it's a cup weekend so what I'm gonna just do is I'm gonna just run through um gonna just run through a few games just I'm not gonna talk about them I'm just gonna give you his prices and then just like they're gonna be short probably gonna be short prices because there's very very little to pick from when it's FA Cup again like um personally like I said I, I don't really like doing it so look if I was to, if I was to give out a few tips anyway um looking at the championship uh, Norwich against uh, Rotherham for me like Norwich because we're recording this on Tuesday evening and we've seen Norwich had a a game against Hull tonight and they've drawn nil all um, so look unfortunately they couldn't score but um, I would go with Norwich uh, 4-9 to nine at home again it's a short price but they're a good bet so um, another one then Derby at home to Swansea Swansea have been playing pretty good but um, Derby for me have been been classed with Lampard there so 5-6 um, to six for Derby um, if you're going to look at the National League uh, um, Foiled versus Sutton uh Foiled twenty three to twenty at home to beat something. Um that's that's just that's one I'd go with. Uh, looking at another one from that league, Leighton Orient against Gay Gateshead. Uh eight to eleven at home for Leighton Orient. And then Salford City against Havington Waterlooville at two to five. Um that's probably pretty much a a good one to throw in as well. Um look because there's not much English football going on, um we'll look elsewhere. Uh, Dortmund against Freiburg. Now it's a very sharp price, two to seven. But for me, that that's just that's one you can throw into the accumulator just to boost the odds. Uh, Juventus away to Fiorentina, six to ten. Uh, that would be a good that would be a good one to throw in as well. Um, if you're looking at the FA Cup, you could go. I mean, like, like I said, the FA Cup it always brings up a few shocks. But um, if you wanted if you wanted to throw in a couple of bets, what I'd be doing is I'd be doing Akron and Stanley to beat Cheltenham. Uh, eight to fifteen. Uh, I probably throw in Lincoln to be Carlisle at four to six. Um, I go Peterborough to be Bradford because Bradford have been shy this season. Um, they're eight to thirteen, and I'd probably go Wrexham and Newport. I'd probably go with a draw there. I know some people don't like doing a draw, but um, I'd I'd go with a draw there. Uh, looking at the Scottish League, uh, looking at the Scottish Championship, Inverness against uh, Falkirk, that would be one I try in now, one to two, not great odds, but um, could be one to throw in. Uh, another one then, if you look at League Two, Clyde at home to Berwick, two to seven, again very sharp price, but I usually wouldn't tip something that low. But unfortunately, FA Cup weekend, what can I do? Um, and then Edinburgh City against Queens Park, Edinburgh City I think will win at four to six. At home, so um, yeah, I'll be going with them. Uh, looking at the like, I mean, you could look at the Portuguese league and throw Benfica and Spartan Braga in two to thirteen, two to five. Again, crap odds, but um, maybe just give it a little bit of a boost. Uh, one you could look at in the Spanish Segunda or the second league, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Malaga at home to Granada. Uh, Malaga have been pretty good this season. Um. They're twenty one to twenty, so that's for me. That's a good price to throw them into the accumulator. Um, that's pretty much all the tips I'm going to give out because I could go through every single league and give you two or three teams from each league. But it's just for me. I like to I like to stick to the English football just for the bets on this. Um, it takes a lot of time to kind of go through the foreign leagues and look for really good value in it. So, um, yeah. So look, that that's the tips from. From this weekend, Saturday's fixtures. Um, right, so Gary, that's pretty much it. I think we're we're done now. We're after being talking shit again for another hour. The thirty minute or forty minute time scale that we're putting on it just never seems to work out. <laughs> what can we do? So that's much it. to talk about, so little time. Um, again, look, thanks to everybody for joining in on the fancy football. Again, we had a good first week, so going to be interesting to, to be watching that during the, the season <coughs> and you want to add Gar? sure I'll probably see you now next one when's the next one January next one's January well I'll tell you a busy schedule I have so I'll try and fit in a podcast during the week 
you know when you're stretching and you're talking people can't understand what you're saying Gary <laughs> so you're gonna have all to I'm going to say is keep an eye out on my team the weekend a few major surprises well, we that know might Pedro. work well, we know that Pedro. might work we know or it might be an absolute shambles yeah we know Pedro's one of them anyway um I haven't looked at mine yet, so I'm so going to like this to the listeners. You see, I'm giving you out. I'm giving you my output. Like, I'm telling you what I'm going to do, and then I do it. Rookie, no, rookie no, mistake. Saturday morning workouts, good news. <laughs> yeah, rookie mistake. Nah. But um, yeah, look, if you want to send me in your teams before, um, no, don't because then he's just trying to get ahead. If you want to send me, you want to send me your teams, and I'll just copy your teams. <laughs> But uh, now, if, you, if, you, if there's any players that you think are really good to bring in or anything like that, again, just just send me a message. I'll, I'll post it up on the uh, on the podcast, so or on the Instagram page. Um, yeah. So, ladies and gents, thank you for joining me again this week. Hope you've enjoyed it, and look forward to having you return next week. Gary, thanks for joining me. Adios, people. Bye.